0: This podcast is brought to you by Men's Tea Clinic. Men's Tea Clinic is the team I trust with my total wellness optimization, and so should you. Five DFW locations with North Frisco, El Dorado Parkway at Dallas North Tollway now open. Call 972-GO-MEN'S-TEA or visit mensteaclinic.com.
1: Baseball is back, and so is MLB.tv. Watch every out-of-market, regular season game on your favorite streaming devices. Anywhere, anytime, all season long. Follow the action live or on demand. Track four games at once with multi-view mode. And catch up with in-game highlights. Plus, original programs, minor league broadcasts, and local pre- and post-game shows. Go to MLB.tv to start your free trial today. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission.
2: KNC Masterpiece right here at 105.3 The Fan Where We have people texting us this morning, and I'm trying to figure out how controversial we want this show to be. Because we can really set... The radio airwaves of fire with some ideas. But you have now begun hour number two of peace I know technically we started at 530. It is just easier this way, so I hope you'll allow us a little leeway. I want to start with this. The key to the Cowboys' bounce-back success the past two seasons, is it McCarthy I want you to be excited, Mike, that I said McCarthy and not
0: Mike, because you are the Mike in DFW. Thank you, and I like that. That's a good question so far. I'm sure there's more people, though.
2: I mean, I want to start with him, Uh, or I want to open it up to other hypotheses that you guys might have about why... The Cowboys have been so good at bouncing back.
0: Corey, I'll, I'll start it off. And I do think Mike McCarthy deserves a lot of credit for what he's done here so far. And I know a lot of people were upset with him after the first year, but he did get his quarterback hurt in the fifth game of the year and went approximately 5-5 five and five with Andy Dalton. So I, I think that's a pretty good job. I'm not saying he's the best coach in the world, but I thought that was a pretty good job. Last year... I didn't think the Cowboys were going to be that good. And they went 12 and 5. Yep. Hey, they, they, I don't want to say should have. They were a home team and, and lost a playoff game as a favorite. So they were a favorite and lost a playoff game against a team that was a bad matchup and could be a bad matchup again, again this year. Yeah. Uh, but I think he's he's trending towards another 12 win season. And I think that is certainly viable. Yeah. And, and so, uh, I think that he has a lot to do with this because Jason Garrett wasn't consistent like this. Jason Garrett would have let's just say ten or twelve wins, and then it would be eight and eight somewhere around there again, and then jump up to twelve wins again.
2: And by the way, if you want to see, I actually have some numbers about them rebounding. But if you want to see the biggest difference going forward, do you know? And this is wild to me. In the month of December, I know we're not there quite yet because you got the Giants tomorrow. Still November. Game. I know you're right. It, you know, I'm one of those media folks who looks ahead. Is... Oh, nice. Was that on that was air dear. or not? Is Mike McCarthy has the third best winning percentage in the month of December in NFL history. Or excuse me, fourth. Behind Bill Walsh, Andy Reid, and Joe Gibbs. All of whom are either in the Hall of Fame or will be in the Hall of Fame. Because that's what people tell you all the time. It's like, you make your, you make your money or you make... Uh, the ability to show how good your team is in December, January, and now in February. And he's in that group. He is 42-18 and in the month of December.
3: From the 304, it says, no, Dan Quinn. And I I just want to point something out here. Okay. Dan Quinn would, I don't think, would be here if it wasn't for McCarthy. Uh, McCarthy called him up last season, and I know Jerry will take credit for it, and said, hey, he told Jerry, "I, I want my defensive coordinator. I need this coach because he's good at what he does. Sure. We need to have some sort of continuity going from one season to another. I can't start over with a new defensive coordinator. We just got it built. Kevin, I think the one thing that I, the the thing I'll give uh McCarthy the most credit for is he's built a team. He's had the patience and like the patience to work with Jerry for one. And a lot of a lot of coaches it wears them out. They don't understand how you know? And he sure. he split it up yesterday perfectly. He's like, look, there's one, there's two different guys. I'm talking to two different guys. I just got to figure out which one it is. But he's, I have you watched the uh the the video, the post video from yesterday. It's the uh, the whole like all the sideline stuff. And they the posted stuff with it up Mike yesterday. is it's amazing. Like, yeah, it's like seven or eight minutes, and they are a team right now. And and Derek can talk about being on a winning team and knowing what that environment's like they're all supportive of each other. Every yeah. one of these, it's a different, you can see the sidelines very different right now with these guys in that even whenever offense is up, defense wants to know what's going on. And so McCarthy has built this uh, and nurtured this um, this environment where it's really about football when you walk in the doors, which is not wasn't always that way with certain people around.
4: Yeah, and I also feel like even watching the games, you can see the energy not just from McCarthy as well. It's it goes with every single player out there. Like you brought up, Corey, with the being on the sidelines, having that energy when the offense comes off the field and the defense goes on, they're they're pushing each other. McCarthy's just as involved. It's kind of like in a baseball world, it's like having Wash again on the on the football side because yeah. he's so Same. into the game. He's getting the guys fired up when they come off the field. He's showing his passion. Wheeling him around third. If he starts doing that when we're going down the end zone, like going for the end zone, that would be great too. But there's, you can see the vibes of the team and how great these guys are clicking together. And that's why, too, I know we're going to eventually get to this with Odell Beckham possibly coming here too. Guys, you know, we've talked about before, do they get upset because you get a new guy coming in? Well, this is a guy that's helping your team too. Yes, somebody's going to get affected by this, might lose some you know, chances to get the ball or whatnot, but at the same time, it's helping the team. So that's going to be a huge... Huge benefit there. But, yeah, the chemistry and everything, it, you can see it on the sidelines. It is. Those guys are fired up. It's, it's definitely fun to watch.
3: He's a football coach. Sure. Facts. This is a reality. Some guys get caught up in, in being a cowboy and the glitz and glamour of, you know, oh, I get to hang out with Jerry Jones every day and he's got his chopper and I'm going to fly. I don't right. think McCarthy cares about any of that mm-hmm. crap. All he cares about is what are we doing on the football field and how do we get better at it? And he understands what it takes to win a game each week. And that's why his record is what it is. And Mike pointed out the first year was kind of tough since then. Now, I'll add this too. Dak, you know what you're getting as out of the leadership side of it? Now that you've gotten the growth from Micah into leader. Like last year, he was like, hey, can I just get like get my feet wet here and everything? The growth that Mike has taken into this next level of I'm holding all of you guys accountable on this team and we're gonna go at it. I thought it was really funny when he was like, "I'm not practicing. I'm not gonna practice if I'm not playing. You're not gonna let me play." And somebody no, was absolutely. like, "You don't practice anyway," and he was like, "But I, you know, you, you can say it's like,
2: but I show up. You know, it's one of those like he knows you're show. I'm showing up each week from the nine zero one. I think they mean this as a dig, but I think this is exactly the point." Let's take a look at the tape after the Green Bay loss. Were they a team then? Yes, yeah. they were. Cause. They went in that locker room and tore each other up. Yeah, and guess what? Then they whipped Minnesota. They beat them down. Minnesota went into that game tied for the best record in all of football. Now the questions all week are, is Minnesota done? Yeah, That is how bad they got beat down by the Cowboys. So I decided, I decided to look into this a little bit. Since 2021, the Cowboys are 7-1 after a loss. And that's huge right there. And so I decided to check. Did they just beat up a bunch of... So we need to
0: lose to Washington to finish the season. You actually...
2: <laughs> if Yeah, I, I see what you're saying there. And the teams they played... After those losses are combined 33 and 28. Okay. So they weren't like a bunch of chump teams or anything. I was worried it was going to be like, those teams were 15 and 49. And I'd be like, well, big effing deal. Well, guess what? The combined record, I didn't say the word. The combined record was above 500. And in those games, they're averaging 32 points a game. Okay. So you think about it. They have a loss. They come back. Not only do they win, their offense is clicking, which... Right now I feel like is is it still that's more of a concern for people than the defense? Like maybe you're feeling great about both right now, but I still think more people are probably concerned about the offense if you had to pick one as opposed to the defense.
3: I was kind of listening a little bit to what brought us was kind of brought us and G Bag were kind of discussing yesterday. And I am I am a little concerned about this because that that whooping that they put on them. That the Minnesota Vikings had done what they had done most of the year. They didn't change much. And so you went in with a really good game plan and there wasn't much adjustment from the Viking side at all. And I wonder how much that plays into it. If you see them again, will they just be like, we're going to roll up? They basically said, we're going to do what we're good at. And and if y'all stop it, that's just the way that it is today. I don't know if they have a something to go to, if they have a change-up they that's, can go to or that's not. That's a good question. But that is something that I, I, I kind of want to know. You had your game plan ready. What happens whenever a team says, we are game planning for you? Because they did yeah. not run the ball. They did yeah. not stay committed to the run. Obviously, they had a real difficult time sticking with it because they were behind by so much so early. But they decided we're not going to do what we think y'all's weakness is. That being said, the Cowboys... If you watch that video again, you hear Curse on the sideline after the first one saying, You got to earn the pass rush. We got to yeah. earn it today. And, so, and they went out and that, did.
2: Is that why they wanted to rush the passer? Yeah, they almost 37 to three. And we hadn't quite closed. The game wasn't over yet. I mean, it was over, but it wasn't over. And they're like, All right, now I'll go now.
3: How many possessions are, are, are typically in a game for a team? Like 10. 10, and you had seven sacks. You kind of almost end, end a drive with a sack a lot of times in that game. And so on. Out of maybe ten drives, I didn't look to see how many possessions they had, but there were seven sacks in that game. So seventy percent of the time, Kevin, it worked. They, every they time. finished the yeah. drive by saying, "You're not going, and you're, you can't throw against us."
2: Now, when we can pick this back up again later, but I did want to read this text. It's about Odell Beckham. Is I hope we don't get him. We have not had a toxic player in a while, and the team is better without a toxic player. I had somebody message me. That last night. I don't know if it's the same person or somebody different. They're like, I don't understand why you would want Odell Beckham. It seemed to work out pretty well with the Rams before he got hurt. And then just as an aside, did you see that the Dallas Cowboys Twitter posted about Beckham yesterday? Really? Which I thought was odd. You can because he's a free agent. Yeah, a. he's no, a free agent. But it's still... It felt like really tipping your hand. It's yeah, no, it's not it's not tampering or anything. It just seemed like an unusual move. It is Dak the Cowboys like doing they do. We're trading Cooper. It is Anybody Dak <laughs> and Odell Beckham Thank shaking you. hands and then it's the story about oh, how yeah. Dak pitched to him. Yeah. So I mean it's happening.
3: So and this is this is where it's very interesting, Kevin. The uh, they're get the medicals clean. Let's see that first. Sure, that's that's where it starts. Okay, and they're gonna have a meeting. They're gonna check them out. They have an MRI. They have two MRI machines in the in the building, so they can do whatever they want. The other part though, Mike, is (laughs) Dak said it's business. Like I understand there MRI machines. No, the well, yeah, that's part of business too. He he said. You got like like all these guys are telling him we want you here. So they he knows that we want him. He knows what kind of team we are right now. But he, you know, I can't I can't make an offer to him. So now it's up to Steven. They did, they have put it in the hands of Steven Jones. The team has the team I think they're holding him accountable now. And that's I I think that's a good thing in that they're saying, hey, 20,000
0: a game. We want
3: this guy. You need to do you need to do the thing that it takes to get him now. And that means get him the contract. Now, Jerry has obviously said, you know, within reason. And I don't know where where reason stands, but there are a lot of things that go into it. And Even Jerry, when he was on with Sean and RJ was pitching the hey, beyond being a cowboy is is just as beneficial to you as what you make whenever you are a cowboy.
2: Sometimes I have concerns about our front offices. Like the Rangers did that a couple of years ago with a free agent where they were flying to meet this person and all agreed that they were gonna make a contract offer that was less than the person had already turned down. Is that Rendon? Yeah, to be with their world champion team. Yeah, he did. Which that actually might have turned out to be a pretty good break for us. He's
0: played in 12 games ever since. (laughs) (laughs) But like on the plane, just think about the
2: balls it takes to be like hey i know he was on a championship team and turned down more money but hear me out what if we who have not been playing well offer him less money do you think he's in and people on the plane are like what the hell are you talking about i know people have concerns that steven jones is going to be like look one year it's more than the league minimum what do you want odell yeah i am concerned that that's how that will play out
4: do you think, too, that he's—is it true that the rumor or the, the rumor is that it comes down to the Giants and the Cowboys? Is that really what it is?
2: I've heard the Bills in the mix, and the Bills concern me because the Giants, I, I don't think, although clearly tomorrow's game could flip that idea, I do not think the Giants are anywhere near the realistic Super Bowl threat that the Cowboys are. But the Bills— Most definitely are. So I've heard the Bills mentioned in there plenty of times as well.
4: Okay, because I was thinking if it was just the Giants and the Cowboys, then I think what it's really going to come down to, as a former player, this is something that I would do too. I would think, all right, whoever wins this game, that's where I'm going to (laughs) go.
2: I feel like recruits probably do that, right? Like, I'll go to the LSU-Alabama game and see what happens. That's like like putting
3: out uh, two bowls of food and saying, Bruce, you pick my team. Have you ever done that before?
4: I mean, no, because it wouldn't work. <laughs> that's
2: how he ended up on the White like, Sox. Yeah, that's, <laughs> he's going
3: to knock both yeah. bowls over and just eat a pile. Yeah. It's just, that's a great point.
4: <laughs> but that's where I, I go with it is he's going to look at it that way. Is, all right, winner of this, I'm going there. I'm going to join these
2: guys. I mean, I, I like their chances if that is the case. We're the KNC Masterpiece right here on 105.3 The Fan. Coming up next, we'll give you more information about where to bid, how to bid, how to donate, why we're doing all this, plus... We will have on WWE Raw Women's Champion Bianca Belair. All of it next. You're listening to peace thon right here on The Fan.
5: We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.
2: KNC Masterpiece back here on 105.3 The Fan. And right now, we have She Was the EST of NXT, now of WWE. And hopefully... The EST of 1053. It is your raw women's champion, Bianca Belair. Good morning.
1: Hello. Good morning. I like how that rhymes
2: I know, me too. Don't <laughs> no, I was very excited when I put that together. I know it's very simple, but I was still irresponsibly excited about that. He writes poetry in his off time. <laughs> now tell us to get started. How irresponsibly excited you are for Survivor Series this Saturday, not Sunday. Don't get it confused, old-school wrestling fans. This Saturday.
1: Um, I'm very, very, very excited. it would be the first time ever that we have a women's war games match on the main roster. So um, I'm excited to go in there and showcase 10 women from our division and uh, to show that the women can go out there and have a match. Just like the women, uh, the men, and showcase our women. But I'm just equally as excited for my team. You know, we have four members of my team. We know three of them, which is me, Em, Oscar, and Alex. And we have a mystery partner, which I think is our secret weapon. So I'm very confident in my team, and I'm very excited.
2: Now, I appreciate that you're excited, but at the same time, just as a normal human, it does seem horrifying to have to walk into a double cage.
1: <laughs> yes, this is a uh, you know, it's not a traditional match. You. You, don't, you have two rings inside of a cage, and to top it off, you have weapons that anybody can bring out, whatever they want, kindle sticks, ladders, chairs, tables, who knows, and probably have someone trying to fly off the top of the cage. But going into a match like this, you mentally just have to be in the space that it's it's going to take you there. Uh, you have to go to the dark side, and you're probably going to come out with some bumps and some bruises, but when your team comes out on top, in the end, it's all worth it.
3: Can you explain the dark side just a little bit more? Because that's, that's fascinating.
1: (laughs) Yeah. The dark side, you know, when you're, when you're in there, there's five people on each team. So, you know, you're going to go in there, you're going to do some damage. You have to be willing to take yourself there and maybe use a weapon on somebody, cause some damage to somebody. But you also know that it's going to be a time where you're going to be cornered. You know, maybe somebody's going to have you cornered with a, a chair or a trash can and, you have to use the dark side to get out of that, and, and or you might take something that's going to hurt, but you have to push through it and just see on the other side. With These type of matches, they are brutal. They're hardcore, and um, you just have to have that, that certain type of mentality to be able to take yourself there and, and go through it and get through it.
2: Come on, Corey. It's war games. It's not friend yeah, I know. games. Just All to, right. like, do you tell yourself, war okay, it's dark games. side. War <laughs> games, Corey.
1: Now, I, no we, games, no rules. All war. <laughs> That's right.
2: So I was curious because I've always thought this was a good idea. What do you think about the shift for WWE to start running a lot of their premium live events on Saturdays as opposed to Sundays? Because growing up as a kid when I was a wrestling fan, I always was like, I wish this was on a different day because I can't like really stay up and hang out with my friends after the pay-per-view then is over. What do you think about the shift a day earlier?
1: I like it, you know. I mean, regardless, our our, our fan base and WWE Universe, they're they're always going to come out and support. It's always going to be, you know, big events and big celebrations. Like you said, on Saturday, you can you can pregame before the show, you can party during the show, and you can party after the show. Um, and so I think that uh, moving into Saturdays makes it feel more festive, and it's like a, a day long thing. You don't have to worry about kids going to school the next day or having to go to work the next day and having to go to sleep early. Uh, just, it feels um, like a bigger celebration on Saturday.
3: Now, th- around this time of year, we got Thanksgiving, you know, popping up tomorrow. What's the, what's the, what's your Thanksgiving setup? Like, how do you handle the, that? Cause y'all have tr- crazy travel schedules and everything. So how do you handle Thanksgiving time?
1: Usually we're, we're not home a lot of the holidays. Um, it's usually a sacrifice being in this business, but, Thankfully, we get to be home on Thanksgiving Day. Of course, we're flying out the very next day for War Games. Um, but we're going to be home. But usually, Thanksgiving in our house, Thanksgiving is usually undefeated. It always takes us down. But this year, since we have War Games, um, I have to mentally and physically prepare myself. So I won't be doing a traditional Thanksgiving feast, but usually Thanksgiving, it's all about the sides for us. Of course, you have the turkey, but you got to have the baked macaroni and cheese, the candy ham, in the green, mm-hmm. um, that, that's, I feel like the side is, like, what makes things I'm really... Your family, of course. Family's number
2: one. I'm really glad that you said... I mean, it's I food, we all, agree about, okay. we too, all yeah. agree about the family. We all agree
1: about the family.
2: But I'm really glad you said that about the turkey. Why Why do we still accept that turkey is the main dish for this? Because it feels like people are like, yeah, turkey's fine, whatever. <laughs>
1: <It's>, <laughs> no, I feel like whenever you look at someone's plate, the the portion size is always the turkey that's, like... It's like it's really the side, you know, and then you get a bigger
3: portion of everything else. Turkey's dry anyway.
2: So. Yeah, what what's got bacon? That's what's going on my
1: plate.
3: <laughs> uh, I, I, I was kind of curious. You you kind of play a superhero uh, whenever you step into the into the ring. Like you're already in that kind of persona. If you could be a, a like a superhero, you know, that's already created out there, who would who would you be interested in being?
1: I would be Storm. I like um, it. one hundred percent. I think she's amazing powerful character um i love what she represents what she stands for and in the aesthetic of her the look of her but um i would love to, to, to be storm
2: would that give you an avenue to just chit chat it up with halle berry too <laughs> <laughs> you
1: know i just um watched the episode of her um on hot ones and she's talking about Catwoman. but um you know like that, that would be really cool <laughs>
2: Now, I don't know if this is confirmed or if you were just thinking about it, but is it also true that you have a reality show that is eminently going to come out?
1: <laughs> um, so far, that's what it's looking like. Kind um, of been in the works for about two years now, um, and so we're super excited about it. I'm more so nervous about it. I can't lie, Never thought that I would be like someone that would be, you know, more so, doing reality T V and opening ourselves up, but my husband and I were pretty much open books like even as who we are on T V and deciding to pull back the curtain just a little bit, you know, show who we are outside the ring and share our family with the world. But it's it's exciting, but I'm I'm nervous about it.
2: <clears throat> what are you what what's the most nervous thing? Is that people get too much access or you're like, Come on, cameras, I don't always need you there.
1: <laughs> um, I would say more to like exposing my family you know my husband and I were kind of used to like being the public uh public opinion but also just expose my family who might not be as used to it um but we just plan on just trying to have fun with them and keeping it as positive and light as fun as possible
2: now last thing I gotta know as we're gearing up for Survivor Series Saturday on Peacock Premium Live event two war games matches, one with the men and one with the women, is we are the official home of the Dallas Cowboys. Got to know, do you have strong NFL rooting interests, mm-hmm. and where do those fall?
1: <laughs> um, my husband, so I ride on the road with my husband, his sexy partner, and Joe Dawkins, and all they do is talk football all of the time. My husband's sitting right here, so if I don't say Chicago Bears, uh, we might have
3: some marital issues. <laughs> oh, wow. Yeah. I understand. But uh, I, so he's a big Chicago Bears fan. So he's like,
1: he's sitting here looking at me right now.
2: So I have to just say that because uh, he's sitting right here. <laughs> this is a tough situation because I want him to like us too because I'm mm-hmm. a big fan of their team. But also, he did see a couple weeks ago when the Cowboys beat the Bears by yeah, 20 points,
1: right? One. That was a tough one. Listen, he's a he's going to be a diehard fan to the day he dies. Like it, <laughs> this is always going to be his senior from Chicago.
3: So Well let him know we are him. we are auctioning <laughs> off a refrigerator Perry uh, uh, autographed j- frame jersey as a part of our charity yeah event. for our charity event that we're doing today. So let him know that it's uh, it's up there
1: for mm-hmm. him if he wants
2: to try it out.
1: I mean, let him know that
2: <laughs> <laughs> it sounds like he was gauging that interest right there. Well, we appreciate it very very much. Survivor Series saturday on peacock best of luck not only through the holidays but going into the war games match
1: thank you so much i'm excited
2: there you go appreciate it very much bianca bianca bel our second guest of the day because we got Derek holland rocking with us you're not even a guest you're just part of the show all day long i will tell you One of the auction items we have at 1053thefan.com slash Peaceathon is a pair of lower-level tickets to the Royal Rumble. I know Survivor Series is on Saturday. Royal Rumble coming up January in San Antonio if you want to bid. So 105 com slash Peaceathon. We try to do this the best we can. Corey, I'm going to give you the first shot at it. Is there an item you would like to spotlight amongst the auctions i was just looking at
3: the royal rumble uh setup kevin two wwe lower level royal rumble tickets yep. and its current bid is at 320 and <laughs> so i am I'm, I'm feeling like those uh that can go up a little bit those tickets uh-huh.
2: face value for $300 a piece okay all so right so with all of the bogus ticketmaster fees that's if you can even log on to the website is you're looking at six fifty to seven hundred, <laughs> and it's for charity. Come on, y'all.
3: Man, they told Taylor Swift, Kevin, that they were going to be able to handle it. All right, they told her, "Hey, we should we will be able to handle well, it." Well, they said, I'm lied. Not, she said, "I'm not going to say anything for them. I'm not going to stand up for them because they screwed it." Did y'all you know over. now the
2: government is investigating yeah, yeah. their monopoly. Well, that's
3: what I'm talking about. All right, here's the one. Who's w- monopoly? Um, Ticketmaster. Yeah, the game.
2: Don't not, not, can't you go to other. Websites? So what they say is those are secondary market uh, websites they, for the uh, most part. I know some of them you do some. Like, yeah. You
0: go to like Vivid Seeds yeah, or whatever yeah, it is. Yeah, exactly. Like okay, gotcha. The
3: one I would like to highlight for right yes. now, because uh, I do have a couple of these that I'd like to highlight. Oh I'm my I, garden gnome. Um the CBD? It's not there yet. It's oh, not okay. up yet. Yeah, CBD American Shaman, the Las Colinas, Midlothian, and East Richardson stores. All right, so you got those three stores that okay. you're looking at. They The starting bids are 290 It's CBD for a year. So you can oh. go you're going to get a $60 coupon for each month and you can go in there and spend each month you'll get one, that for for that that's a value of $720 for the year. So if you got like going to CBD American Shaman, they got the Delta products, they got so many other things there. If you want to go to the Los Calinas, Midlothian or East Richardson stores, you can get those. You got three different stores you can choose from. So you can win one and then tell your buddy or your friend or whoever. Maybe your grandparent, because they're like, "Hey, I want to rub some of that stuff, uh, that ointment, on my elbows." Then that's a place you can go right there and get those started right there. Also, the Marty Turco thing, man, I think this is awesome. <laughs> yeah, this is, and Marty's going to be in at eight o'clock, I believe. Yeah, he is. You get a case of Kingsville Canadian beer, and I don't know if you've had his really beer good. yet. It's really, really good. good. You get a Kingsville hat. You also get a bonus goodie. Not sure what that is, Kevin, but I, oh, love, I don't know either. I love the surprise. That's just what he said. Add this to it. You get to hang out with uh, Marty and have a happy hour beer with him. All right. Cool. So that's cool. And then on top of that, you get two Dallas Stars, lower bowl center ice tickets. And I do believe like Derek, your tickets are like right behind his because I saw him at the game the last time and, uh, and and I saw his seats right there. So they're really nice seats, man. This is, this is really awesome. Uh, I, I like that package and the CBD American Shaman package for right now.
0: By the way, I learned more about your wife. Oh, is she typing she in the Twitch. She loves Bianca Bel- Belair, Belair, but she, she hates MJF. She, okay, that's good. She does that. Who's MJF? MJF's the scarf guy that you oh, like. Oh, he's
2: the best. Mike loves MJF. He is now their world champion in AEW. Yes! By the way, <laughs> with, take that. We're the KNC masterpiece with the scarf. Yes, <laughs> right here on 105.3 The fan. It is the ninth annual Peaceathon coming up next. Inspired by the Jacksonville Jaguars. Have you ever seen something at an eating establishment that made you want to leave? 877-881-1053. Let us know. We'll do it next right here on The Fan.
5: If your day sounds like... We need the report ASAP.
4: You deserve Modelo. If you've persevered through... You deserve this rich golden lager with a crisp and refreshing taste. Or if you overcame.
1: Two more rest, two more.
4: You deserve this ice cold reward. Medellin, the Markable Fighter. Trick responsibly. Beer imported by Crowley Port, Chicago, Illinois.
2: KNC Masterpiece back here on 105 through the Fan. If you're tuning in, where the hell are Sean and RJ? It's a Peace time, everybody. Ninth annual Peaceathon. So, my question. No. It's almost <laughs> over. You said 5.30 Do to 7. To 7 p.m. What? 7 p.m. I right. just told
0: my wife I'll see you in 30 minutes. Well, you
2: lied. <laughs> Unless she's coming up here. I don't know. So I it was still midnight. It looks like it outside. The
0: sun yeah. doesn't come up. I didn't know this. Can you imagine still sexing right I, now? Can you imagine <laughs> still making love till the sun comes up? No. And you're I, just like, what a dark day. <laughs> oh,
2: my gosh. So, yeah, this is the energy that we're dealing with. Even if you don't love my possibilities, which you should, donate for my benefit. Make it all worthwhile. <laughs> is By the way, at some point, and I want to see if maybe we can cycle this in to our Twitch and uh, YouTube Lance feeds. Lance Armstrong. Like is, no, not that. Is we have found these old pictures and postcards from Ted Nichols Payne. Really, and they are
0: amazing.
3: Do you want to read that the back of yes. that one postcard? This is as Ted as it gets, Mike.
2: You, I don't know if you maybe
0: give a quick thirty seconds on who Ted Nichols Payne right. is.
2: Ted Nichols Payne was essentially the. Engineer that did everything from doing remotes to doing live broadcasts to being the engineer for the Cowboys, for the Texas Rangers, and basically just somebody who knew how to do everything technical in the world. So he... And our friend, yeah, like, because
3: we got to travel with him yeah. so much, and he'd take us on these awesome hikes. Took him to the hospital. He'd Find the cheapest food around. Yeah, I did take him to the hospital whenever his he dislocated his fingers. When he or he fell his off bike. his bike. Yeah, yeah,
0: and he passed away this year. Very, going I mean, to the Ranger
2: game. It seemed it sudden, fairly shocking, and so it was just a really, really sad time for all of us. And it's just really cool because he was here for thirty years. Like this picture is from nineteen ninety four. Yeah. And so I'm just I'm just looking at some of these old pictures and I might see if we can cycle those in. But here's this postcard from to Byron and the Tech Heads at KRLD Radio. He's in Acapulco. Everybody down here speaks a different language, but the food is good. Not <laughs> thinking of you at all, Ted Nichols Payne, and that right That's there <laughs> is is Ted to a T. So
3: I miss him every day, man. I really do. Every time I think I'm, I think about Ted, almost every single day.
2: And I think we can probably take some time throughout the show to tell our favorite Ted stories, or yeah, even Jerry Jones. That that is true. Jerry Jones knew yep. Ted Nichols Payne. Everybody. He, was, he reminds me of Chris Arnold a lot in terms of yes. he literally knew everybody. You're like, oh, you knew Spud Webb? Yeah, Chris Arnold knows him. Ted Nichols, Spain. Oh, you knew Jerry Jones? Sure. Yeah. Why the hell not? But, All of them. By the way, Spud we,
0: Webb's old house is on Thorn Tree Country okay. Club. All right. I like that. Yeah. Uh, par three.
3: I, we just got the Derek Holland autographed uh, stuff up on the on the website. On the Big okay, Cal. great. Uh, so the Derek Holland's autographed bat, a jersey along with a garden gnome. A uh, a pair of cleats uh, from game worn San Francisco Giants cleats and then the Kiss cleats. That current bid is at two hundred dollars right now. You get one hey. cleat, all right. Derek Holland keeps the other. My- and you
0: have a better chance of winning that than Tim Hardaway Junior. does of making a three pointer. You know what I'm saying, Derek?
4: Man. No, I don't know what you're saying. I'm. <laughs> I have faith. We're gonna have a nice bet for tonight's game. Or, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Uh, not tonight's game. Or, yeah,
2: it is. No. Game tonight. tonight. Six thirty
0: against tonight. Boston.
4: Yeah, so we're gonna we're gonna see.
2: My my dream will be Tim
4: Hardaway's points
2: for those kiss cleats. Is that one day you and the person who bought that other cleat meet each other and then kiss? Oh, I'll make it you happen. Put the shoes oh, together the part, oh. like a friendship locket. Oh, uh, and, and kiss. no, not. That the part, cli- the, the, cli- like the call kiss. notes. Yeah. Yes, it's just because you keep
0: singing that song all morning long. I haven't heard it. How's it going? Yeah, uh, no. because your kiss, your kiss is on my list. Because your kiss is on my list. When I do you know. No, that is not the next
2: line. <laughs> what is we the We went next line? over that. Is not the next line. So. When I turn out the light, (laughs) he had to look it up because he kept saying what I do tonight (laughs) is so we're inspired by the Jacksonville Jaguars. Have you ever seen something at an eating establishment that made you want to leave? So TIAA Bankfield, the home of the Jacksonville Jaguars, after their most after their November 6th game against the Raiders, they were cited for more than 100 concession violations including 29 concession stands where they found 129 violations, seven concession stands that didn't have a current license, and they found two dead rodents and 159 rodent droppings at the Jaguars' concession stands. So, have you ever been in a place where you're like, oh my God, I'm out? From the 817, they said, I'll forever be out on the Olive Garden. My wife and I went to dinner there one night, and a cockroach crawled onto the oh, table no! just as our waitress came to take our order. My wife pointed it out, and the waitress smashed it on the oh, table no! and then proceeded to take our order as if nothing had happened. Here's your breadsticks. We, yeah. I mean, <laughs> you unlimited
0: salad and breadsticks. What do you want? <laughs> <laughs> cockroaches are everywhere. Yeah, I mean, all, that is, that's a fact. That that, that If is. you think that a, a place doesn't have a cockroach, I mean, so it was on your table. There might be a few more at the garden than normal if they're that comfortable. How many cockroaches
3: do you think you've eaten in your sleep? Yeah, and you, you know, what? know what? people I eat cockroaches around the world. I too. Yeah,
0: and I know.
3: Cockroaches too in our sleep. I think I ate a roach once.
0: Oh, was no. it a beetle? No, it was a beetle. I had in Syracuse, New York. Oh my God. In AAA, I was sleeping uh, in that hotel. It wasn't five star. We're in the minor leagues, <laughs> and I felt something, something on my face, and it was a cockroach. Oh, oh. No. can so believe you had a did cockroach, you smack cockroach yourself on your face. No, you know, it kind of went across my like face, and I was like, "What was that?" Oh. You know, you wipe your face, and you kind of wake up, and then I turned on my <laughs> phone to see, like, what was it? There's a dang cockroach next to me. A dang oh. cockroach. Do you my think guy. that cockroach got to your lips? I don't know. I do oh, not. I not. not. was on your lips. But it was on, on my lips. cheek at one time. Oh, do you guys still stay? Did you play Syracuse this year? Yeah. Well, you played for Syracuse. No, you played, play you played for, for played Is it, for it still next to the place where they have the good soft serve ice cream okay. right next to <laughs> That sounds like an off-air <laughs> oh, yeah. conversation. What are you talking that about? This is a great on-air like conversation. Yeah, it was soft serves great <laughs> from the 214. I do like soft
3: serve.
2: <laughs> while working on something in a restaurant, I saw a cook take a chicken out of the mop sink and then prepare the bird to cook in serve. The mop serve. sink? Yes. Oh. Whole Is there What's a mop sink? Yeah, I don't even know what That's that is. That's where you clean out the mop and stuff. And the, the sink. just the sink. sink. I yeah, has a there's sink. no such thing as a mop
0: sink. Every sink is a mop yeah. sink. Yeah.
2: I guarantee you there are restaurants that have what is supposed to oh, be the mop sink. What are you thinking about? Houses. <laughs> but I thought we were talking about restaurants. Yes. Thank you, Derek, for <laughs> being on point. Listening? You have now
0: elevated
2: <laughs> in the power rankings Do I need of like, people bro, on us. this show.
0: <laughs> Oh, so Thanks. Derek. I've gone higher up. I have to no, be you have it's not. So it's
3: Heaven one, Derek two. I sung Hall of Notes for you. <laughs> Mike and I are tied for three. wait. How's that song go again? Oh
0: my God. The kiss song. Okay. I,
3: I worked in restaurants.
0: You're a rich girl, <laughs> but you're going too far because you know it don't matter Stop anyway.
3: This. I stopped eating at the rest at the rest, one restaurant that I worked at. You mm-hmm.
0: can rely on the old man's
3: money because. And this has nothing to do with what was being. Here's a <laughs> Every time you take a breath, he's gonna do that. We had a we had a, a a crack in our our drainage line.
0: Say money, money won't get you too far, get you too far. And the
3: owner wouldn't pay for it to be fixed, so we just put a bucket down there. I I didn't do it, but somebody put a bucket down underneath it. So this it was a bucket like, it held like a probably thirty gallons. And it was filling up, like to the point where and it only had one restroom in the restaurant. So we would go down there oh, no. whenever the the restroom was full. We'd be like, well, I got to go. So we'd run down to the, to the basement oh, and go in this big old bucket that was just getting. And somebody had to pick that bucket up full of water and, and poo. poo and urine and to empty it somehow. I have no clue how they emptied it. But that's when I stopped eating at that restaurant, Kevin. I worked there, and I was like, I'm not eating here anymore, but I will serve you some drinks.
2: Now, this is kind of a different reason to leave the restaurant, but I also get why this would happen. From the 940, I was once at a restaurant in Lubbock when an elderly man started having some type of seizure and bleeding on the floor. It was really sad, but now I can't eat there anymore for sure because then all you would think about mm. was that guy who had a seizure yeah. at the restaurant that you were going to
0: I'm watching you. I've never heard this song. They see you every move.
2: So basically Mike is taking the best of all of these stations here
3: <laughs> off of North <laughs> Central, no, Central Expressway. great. I can't wait till he sings La Grande songs.
2: <laughs> then he's going to start giving us traffic and weather together and, and like we're really we're really going to incorporate all of the Odyssey properties here in the Metroplex. I was at see. I, but they didn't say they left. They said, I was at Medieval Times once, and then the roach came by right when we sat down. But it did not follow up immediately with, so we left. Yeah. I want to mm-hmm. know if they're like, and we still cheered on the it's yellow part of the knife.
0: Medieval Times.
2: That actually is a fair point. Have you ever been to Medieval Times? You said I no. I haven't. I want to go because oh I just so want to chant. It is.
0: Red guy's going down. Down down, down, down,
4: down. You're going to hear the...
3: The six eight two. Oh, Last week, I was delivering some kegs, dun, 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 and I witnessed dun, dun, this lady dun, dun. scratch her back with a knife. I mean, <laughs> tip of a knife to bare back. Looked at me, looked at her. Then she proceeded to cut some potatoes with the knife. Oh,
2: no, she,
3: uh, she couldn't like go up to a corner and just like lean up against like a bear. She was like, nope, using this knife. Not even going to clean it,
2: man. That is Gross. a level of somebody who does not give an F. Mm. Mm. I do have another story. Baby. Oh no, I did not love that first
0: one. when I was waiting
3: when I think tables. We have to go. When I was waiting tables, I had the sniffles, and my boss said, "You have to come into work." And I was sick, and I was I was a food runner that night, and so I'm carrying all the food out. As I go to place a plate on the table, I see. <gasps> a clear drop come out of my nose and land in their beans. Oh, no. Wait, what? And I looked around the table and nobody noticed.
2: Oh, no. You did not serve
0: those beans. Was her name Sarah?
3: And I quickly left the plate on
0: the table. Oh, gross. It wasn't my
3: table. I was just food runner that night. So I just, and I set it down
2: and... (sighs)
0: Going out to what? dinner doesn't sound so fun anymore. Yeah, yeah that's I'm why we're asking. About this
2: now. That's why we're asking people to bring us food. So oh yeah, not yeah. stays away
0: from our beans. All we've had is coffee.
2: <laughs> our beans. And, no, we haven't. It. And your and your brookie. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, I made brownie cookies for right, you. Guys. Who are you
2: telling that to? Dude, why are you good. looking at me? I know that <laughs> they're really good, Mike. Thank you. Thanks. And by the way, somebody said they will donate. Can I donate five hundred dollars to have Mike sing for the next hour? As long as it's not consecutively and it's like interspersed. We might be able to make that happen. A lot of Hall & fans
0: listening. Hall & Oates are great. I want to go to their concert. Okay. Are they touring? We're the KNC Masterpiece right here on <laughs> 105.3 The Fan. I'll check it out on Ticketmaster. They have a monopoly. Oh, no, <laughs> next.
2: After Sunday, are you ready to see Pollard deployed more as a receiving weapon? We'll do it next right here in The Fan.